0: Well, hello, everyone. This is episode two of the Mindful Way podcast. My name is Andras, and this is Michal. Yeah. So if you're new to the Mindful Way podcast, this is our second episode. Uh, Mikhail and I are friends who are passionate about self-improvement and we are also very intrigued by AI and technology. And so we created this podcast to talk about how AI might help us on our self-improvement journey. And not just ours, everybody's. So. Yeah, in, this is it in, in short, if you'd like a, a sort of a broader introduction, um, have a look at the first episode, which Mike, Michal, we're going to talk about now in a little bit as to what we covered.
1: Yeah, so the first episode was about self-awareness. Uh, we saw that as a good starting point for discussing the mindful way universe of uh, topics. And there is going to be a natural connection to uh, each subsequent episode, like the first one and the second one today, uh, because those topics are very much intertwined. There is a lot of interconnection between the topics we're going to be discussing. In the future, you will find us also referring to the past episodes and to the past topics that we've covered. Uh, So yeah, self-awareness episode one. If you've missed it, uh, take a look because this is our introductory one. Uh, And also you will see some changes between uh, how we have Done the first episode and and this one. We have the first one was very unscripted and so is this one actually. But we have thought a little bit, discussed like a good flow and a, and a, and a structure to it. So let's see how it goes. And if you have any feedback about how the show is structured, please let us know because you know we want to get it the best possible for the audience so that you guys get the most out of it and we continue enjoying ourselves. So help us with the direction too.
0: And so today's topic is about finding yourself, right? Which we both found very challenging to express in words. So we decided in this episode, we're going to switch things up a bit and start with AI to help us understand what finding yourself is, or, or at least see what it says, what it means to it. So um, we've, uh, we're going to jump into ChatGPT and we created a, a quick prompt, uh, which we're going to read through for those who are listening. And we'll take it from there. I'm going to start a conversation. As, uh, it's going, the answer it gives is going to be new to us. It's going to be new to you. We've not, we've not seen what it's going to say. So this is part of the non-scripted uh, conversation. So let's just do that. I'm going to jump into the screen and then we'll put that on the.
1: Yeah, and just to to add here while this is launching that we want to put ChatGPT here up front. Of course, there are several AI tools and even those large language model tools that exist and that are out there. Uh, ChatGPT is by far the most popular one. So that's the one we are using. We are also playing with others like outside of it to see how it all compares, but that's for other episodes. And we want to show... Using ChatGPT um, to people who might have not used it that much, uh, because still it is fairly niche, even though there are hundreds of millions of people using it now, there are still a lot of people who have not uh, even tried it. And of the people who are using ChatGPT, most are using it for productivity tasks. So chatting to it about those philosophical topics or which a lot of them are related to self-improvements and that is not so common, right? And there are some nuances, the way it is being prompted and so on. So hopefully some of this will show true today. And yeah, it's, it's interesting also how you are using it and are you getting similar answers from
0: it? Exactly. So let's, let's put in the, the prompt we've, we've created, which says, I am on a self-development journey, and on a mission to identify the most impactful improvements, leaps, I can apply in my life in the shortest time. I am seeking the highest return on effort, actions, across a broad spectrum of personal growth opportunities that are universal to all humans. Currently, I am interested in a topic of finding myself. uh, Considering the context given, provide the most relevant explanation of the topic, followed by a short list of the most critical aspects of the topic, each with a practical action I can take. So um, a very brief explanation, we're, we're prompting ChatGPT, we're telling it specifically what we want it to do. So let's just hit Sun message and see what the answer
1: is. Yeah, and it's quite important actually, what you said about being specific because it is kind of a universal knowledge now that the best quality of output comes from more specific prompt or question. And the more context we provide, the better, the more relevant the output would be, and you can think of it as kind of more powerful to what we're looking for. So, uh, quite important to be specific. This prompt is not by all means like the best or the ultimate one or anything like that. It's just the one that we've came up with to uh, hopefully get. Yeah, yeah,
0: it would be something that you, or, you, and or I, or or anyone really, could would use ChatGPT for. So let's look at the let's look at the answer. Embarking on a journey of self-discovery is a commendable pursuit and finding oneself is a multifaceted process. It involves gaining a deeper understanding of your values, passions, and authentic identity. Here is a concise overview of the key aspects and practical action to aid you in this endeavor. So it's given us six points. So the first one is reflect on your core values. And the action it suggests is to set aside a dedicated time for introspection. Identify and write down your core values. Consider what truly matters to you in in various aspects of life, such as relationships, career, and personal development. So the first point is introspection. The second point is exploring passions. So the action is experiment with new activities or revisit past interests. Pay attention to activities that energize and engage you. This exploration can unveil passions that contribute to your sense of self. Okay, so explore your interests. Point three, define personal goals. So the action here is um, establish short-term and long-term goals aligned with your values and passions. Break them down into manageable steps, regularly review and adjust these goals to ensure they align with your evolving self. Point four. Point three was kind of like a summary of point one and two, really. So point four. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that rather than like going through all the points, what we could do is um, we could drop that chat, a link to that chat for the audience to actually have a look at, and we could also continue that chat to further like refine the answer that uh, it could be like the fine answer we're seeking for, because chatting with ChatGPT is very much like a back and forth, right? So we have to adjust it we have to maybe alter the prompt a bit and so on uh, until we are getting the type of response that we uh, that we are satisfied with i think what is important here not is is not the uh, every specific word that is given uh, but the general feel for its ability to help us think in a way that is outside of our normal vocabulary for example right because A lot of those topics for those like you and me who are on the self-development journey, uh, there's always new stuff that we're finding out, right? So you might go and read a book, you might listen to some podcast or or a video and really get interested in some aspects of self-improvement, personal growth that you have not come across before. And now... And by taking that interest, you are acquiring the knowledge of new vocab- vocabulary and new words associated with this specific oh. topic, right? And uh, what we see here with ChatGPT, it very quickly gets us gets us to the right vocabulary, to the right way of expressing and really naming uh, what we already feel inside, right? If we are interested and, and our attention is drawn to some aspect of self-improvement, right? So any one of those that you just read, under so uh, like defining personal goal, what, are, what is the first action that can yeah. be taken, right? It is, ChatGPT or AI, uh, large language models seem to be wonderful at helping us name what we feel, what we are interested in, and to very quickly identify the way to get yeah, deeper into the top, what, right? That's what and, I find interesting, and, is
0: that it is, a, it is a very good guide so it, it, it kind of guides you onto the right path. You might have these thoughts um, in your subconscious, but it will, it will help you bring those thoughts forward, isn't it? So it acts as a, as a guide yes, to put you very on, very on, hard on hard. the right path, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, so, so we're going to go back to this, to this answer from uh, ChatGPT and maybe refer to it as we, as we are relaying our own experiences in, in the topic of uh, finding yourself. So do you want to comment any more on this ChatGPT GPT response, Andras? Or do you want to get uh, more into our experiences? Yeah. I think for, for
0: whoever is listening, we, it'd be good to go through the rest of the response just in like a short version, maybe not reading the whole thing. So yeah, just point four is about um, cultivating openness and vulnerability in your interactions. So sharing your thoughts. Point five was integrating meditation or starting reflective journaling. Point six, and that's the final point, it's asking you to embrace your successes and failures and learn from your experiences. And then GPT summarizes everything and says, remember the journey of finding oneself is ongoing. Um, so, yeah, we're going to, um, we're going to link this into our newsletter. And if you're watching us on video, you can see the, the response itself. So yep. I'm going to stop sharing the screen and then we can jump back to to talk about our own experiences really.
1: Yeah, just one thought I have about to add about what we have heard and seen in this chat GPT response, that there isn't much of analysis about what it feels like to be lost, right? Because if we are finding ourselves, that means that we are lost. Yes. And I think that's a feeling that anybody can relate to. Probably for a lot more than the, than we would admit, I certainly do. Uh, and the reason why this was not expanded on in the response or or even included, is because we have created the prompt so that it focuses on. It's very biased towards what one practical action I can take. So that is also that also shows how important it is to write a prompt in a way that gives us the expected. Yeah, out. and then also. Um
0: the feeling of being lost and um, that that is a separate episode we're going to create around it because it's, it's such a such a big topic especially in today's world when we're, we're faced with so many different opportunities and, and you just kind of find yourself being lost in, in and not knowing what your purpose is in life so we're going to create an episode around that topic in conclusion chat gpt seems to be very good in putting you on the right path, finding the right words, giving you the, the actions to do that, to find your value, reflect, introspect. And this is, like we mentioned in the first episode, this is going to be a tool accessible for everyone to a wide range of people. And we just hope that people are interested enough in self-awareness to, to make use of this incredible tool. I shared on social media that only fifteen percent of people are truly self-aware, whereas 95% of people think they are. So imagine that. Right. Do you do you think you're self-aware? Then <laughs> it made me start, you know, it's it made me think, I consider myself self-aware, but how much? You know? When when did our journey start? How early or where are we at in our in our self awareness journey and our self improvement journey? Where are we? What at what point are we at? And beginning, you know, is there a lot to explore still? Do we know ourselves truly? So there's so many questions.
1: Yeah, I think I think that's a quite arrogant stance to feel like we already know it all, and. Um, most people who are doing work on themselves, or all people who are doing work on themselves have realized that one of the uh, early things they have realized is that uh, there's always more we don't know than we do. And like you alluded to earlier, we are living in this world of endless choice. Yeah. We, have, we can almost be going million directions, right? So feeling lost, you're right, a great topic and, and for sure deserving a separate uh, conversation, a longer conversation. And so, yeah, let's go into finding yourself and, you know, what it means to you, Andras, and what what personal experiences you can relate yeah. to. That so topic. finding
0: yourself is, it was really difficult for me to put it into words because it's, like I said to you before, It's it's almost like a feeling, like explain love you can't really explain its chemistry it's a, it's it's n- neurons working in your brain in a in a strange way that you can't really explain but i'm trying my best i put some key words down as to and key phrases as to what it means to me so if i want to visualize it it kind of looks like you are on a on a hike in a forest with a group of people and you always have a leader you you're always looking for someone to lead the way or suggest a route but finding yourself to me means it's forging your own path so finding your own path without listening to others or or letting be influenced by others or or you know there's if you go through, when you go when you're going through life you come across people you come across friends or 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 parents or partners who who um you kind of succumb to a an influence, you, you let them lead the way and you kind of forget about your, yourself as an individual. I have uh, opinions, you know, I can be my own individual that, you know, I can have a conversation, I can have an argument with someone who is not sharing the same values as I am, and we can have a constructive, you know, uh, conversation. So it is really stepping out from, from someone on, or, or even a group of friends' shadows. It's, it's stepping forward and, you know, saying to the world, here I am, I am me, and these are my values. This is what I represent. And so this is, I'm going to take this forward and I'm going to be the person who, you know, people come, who, who people can either come for support or, uh, ask for your unique point of view. That's another thing, having your your unique point of view of things, not being influenced by, you know, social media or friends or family or anything like that. So it is really the, the part of self-awareness where you take action, where you say, I'm going to align my actions and my relationships with my values. And a good example is, I have a couple of examples, actually, that kind of People might be might might find something that they can relate to is, for example, people who who have negative energy. So uh, when I was in university, I was working and I, I was putting myself through through school. So it was quite a you know situation. I had to you know make my own living and also go to to school full time, and I didn't have much room to emotionally to to support or or to to be there for someone and i met someone who was very much in need of emotional support and so reflecting on the relationship and the conversations we had i realized that you know this is not something i can do at this moment i cannot you know i, I don't have the scope to to be able to support someone uh, emotionally and and deal with you know negative thoughts and and you know give advice so that was kind of um, me knowing myself to a certain extent and and saying to that person look this is not the time for me to be able to carry this forward and another example is when you come across people perhaps perhaps your your friends or family are like this they're realistic people who who value things, cars, houses, you know, expensive things, and they keep talking to you about what they have and what you don't have and why you don't have it. And for example, you drive an old car, why don't you replace it? Why don't you have a, a nicer one, better one? But then having these conversations, you realize that this is, this is not what's important to you. So it's kind of like an awakening. And saying, these are not my values. I don't share values with these people. So why have them around me? First of all, to make me feel bad. If you if you let it make you feel bad. But if you don't, then it's clear that you have nothing to talk about. So, and then it's time to make an action. Replace those people with friends who, who align, whose values align with yours. Yeah. So you can talk about... What you find important, which is family and friends and experiences, and and not materialistic things, and we can argue about you know um, what different values people hold, and not you know sometimes materialistic people eventually realize that's not what's important. But you know we are we are at a different stage of our self awareness and self improvement journey, so they are they might be you know at that stage where they still yet to realize that so yeah in summary it is for me it is all aspects of life um, family friendship everything is just to keep yeah keeping your keeping what your what you value in front of your mind and and live your life that it is constructive and it moves you forward and not hold you back don't let don't compare yourself to others or don't let other people in, in influence you or don't have negative energy around you and when you realize that you've got to a point where all of this kind of makes sense it gives you a sense of empowerment you you then start to think about yourself as an individual and you kind of look i'm grown up mm-hmm. i'm you know I, I found myself in the world this is me
1: what yeah, I mean. it's, it's like
0: uh, when you know young men go to war go to the military and then come back they changed and they suddenly become man and this is this is what i felt for example when i went to when i went to live abroad when i was 22 i was really young i went straight from living with my parents into a brand new world a new country i had to you know, make my own living, you know, find a job, pay my bills and all that. So, and interestingly, when I came back, my, all my friends said, you've you've changed a lot. You've become, you've grown up, you've become a man. So yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it is an amazing journey. And then the feeling you get when you get to a point when you realize that, you know, I can stand on my own two feet. It gives you a great sense of empowerment. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it makes sense, but this is what, it means to me
1: well for me it's uh, fascinating to hear that and i suppose for the listeners as well so thanks for sharing and i have several questions because <laughs> okay. my mind has been running yeah. all around like you know seeing how it relates you know to my experiences and to just my understanding of how things are with humans so the best way for me to start here is to ask you about you said about like Forging your own path, right? And about saying, like, here I am, here are my values, he, here is who I am. So I'd like to explore a bit further with you, like two sides of it. One is was before, so what what is the necessary ingredients to fuel that uh, to give you that power, right? Because that's what a lot of people struggle with, is like not having that energy and that's you know, that stimuli, that kick for going through this hard process of finding yourself, right, to arrive at the end that this, this is who I am and this is my values and, and this power to be forging this path. And then on the other side, so maybe start with this one, but then follow through with, okay, now I'm referring to what you said, I'm the man. So I have grown up, now I know who I am, I found myself. And that's the, perma- the per- permanence of it. What I find with myself that I am not um, at any stage, I am completely sure that this is who I am is almost like always evolving. And I'm wondering if your experience is similar. Uh, but yeah, maybe let's first explore like what's before, what gives that power and energy? What was it in, in your case, right? Like what, what did it for you and what do you think is really what, important? What there? prompted me to
0: step on this path to to improve myself? Is that what you what you mean?
1: Yeah. What? What is? What are the? Like, why could be many people struggling with it, and why? Uh, you know, was it difficult for you to get on that, to get through that process to finding yourself, to identifying what are your values? Or was it just simple and easy, and uh, that clarity came quick? Like, what's? No. It's, what led it's, to it's that?
0: definitely a part of it is stepping out of your comfort zone. It's very comfortable to, to give lead over to hand lead over to someone or a group of people or your parents it's very it's comfortable it's like having a job and not really being too happy about it and then but but be comfortable because it's safe it's secure it's not really what you want to do but you know it beats the effort of finding a new job it's i think it's similar to to people as well with with self-awareness I think it's more comfortable people not to think about this rather than um getting on the journey and getting to know yourself i have a healthy amount of curiosity when i when i was a child every night before i went to bed i had a question to my to my dad i asked him about anything so i was curious about my potential as well and so that led me to you know, just to go to university when, I'm, when I was 30 years old or, you know, it's, it's it's always, I always had that finding my potential a little bit, you know, it, stretching the boundaries a little bit. What, what can I do? If I go to university, can I finish it? You know, it's, it's an exploration. The fact that I left home at 22 was the point when I was stepping out of my comfort zone and, you know, started spending more time by myself reflecting a lot about experiences i met a lot of new people i met new you know i was in a new environment new job everything and so i spent a lot of time reflecting about my feelings my emotions and 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 so forth so that that was for me what put me on the on the path of you know self-improvement self-discovery
1: interesting and just a side question. My curiosity. What was your? What motivated you to, like you said, see what I'm capable of, or how how much I can, how far I can go? Was it more your uh, desire to prove those things to yourself, or prove to others, or like a mixture? It
0: was um, never never about others because I've. I consider myself sort of like an old soul. Like, emotionally, I've grown up quite quickly. So, I realized that if I do something, I do it for me and not for others. And that only got better as I, as I you know, aged. You know, as now I'm now in my 40s. I don't really put a lot of weight into what people think, you know, about me, really, mm-hmm. <laughs> which makes this podcast a lot easier to, to publish because, you know, Whatever, we're doing what we like. Okay. We hopefully help people, and <laughs> uh, and if you don't like it, you can, you know, listen to another podcast that you like. So yeah, for me, yeah, that's, there were points in my life when I when I when it slowed down a little bit, and I thought, mm, maybe I should do something. Maybe I should move or change jobs or do something. You know, and that that leads into mm-hmm. like having no direction. I felt I felt a bit lost. And then I started um, thinking about, oh, what is it that I would like to do, or I always wanted to do, or or something. Maybe I can do some some of that. And and so yeah, that's. Um, I don't know if that answers the question. Does it? Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. Uh, I was uh, where it links to what it links in my mind is um, what is the absolute prerequisite for embarking on this journey. Of finding yourself, and I've been thinking about this actually over the uh, last few days. What is the the essence of it? What is that like? That the fundamental thing that is needed, because it it, it might be not obvious. Uh, and what I have come to realize is that it's self love, because without loving yourself. And really being authentic in that, not just like saying, hey, you know, I am the way I am, I I guess I love myself, but really analyzing down to knowing the reasons why one should love uh, themselves Mm -hmm. and the importance of it, you know, when you get to the point where you can stand in front of the mirror and say, you know, I accept myself the way I am Uh, and out of all possible outcomes, you know, I am I am pretty good, right? And and yet recognizing that there is this gap that I'm not perfect, right? Like I can improve in many areas a lot, but you know, I'm happy with who I am, and I know that it also comes from like the work that we have done. But it's almost like that feeling that it cannot be described fully, and everybody everybody's feeling is is likely. different different flavors of self-love but that has to occur first so that we get this fuel for forging our path Uh, because without it i feel like you know without really being conscious about loving ourselves we always find a distraction we'll always be like somewhere else and we would not be focusing on our that is a very good point and i and
0: i've come across i can't remember now who but they explained that loving yourself is is important Because you are the person who will accompany you all the way through life. So it's important to love yourself. And whatever you do, you're only accountable to yourself, really. Um, It's really important to love yourself. And if you do, then kind of the world opens up to you. Yeah. Yeah. So if if you're not happy with yourself, you will start looking for... uh, you, you start comparing yourself to others and it will bring you down and you start thinking outwards and looking for validation outside but again you're only accountable to yourself in the end that's yeah, the only thing i wanted to say because yeah, it's, yeah self-love is a really good point that you, you're making yeah
1: yes and what you just said makes me also think of that also is a quote from somewhere that the most important conversation that you have is the one that you have with yourself. And this is very relevant to to Mindful Way and to what we are doing here and to our conversations, right? Because as much as you and I talk and before this show, we have been talking privately about those topics. That is only a a small part of the conversation because then when we hang up the phone or we finish the podcast, then the conversation is in that internal dialogue. So yeah, absolutely important. And I like how you highlighted this aspect of, <laughs> yeah, you're stuck in that conversation until you die. Yeah? So hopefully, hopefully uh, I guess I don't want to be digressing here, but um, yeah, let's actually bring it back to that conversation. If this is the, the most important conversation you have is the one you have with yourself.
0: Do you have any examples of, of finding yourself from, from your life, from your
1: past? Yeah, I, I'm not going to be great <laughs> at this topic because I am on the phone. Yeah, search we are for our, myself. Our, you know, all um, if You know,
0: share if you, could, if you, if you part, would.
1: Of course. So I will, I will do it on a high level. Uh, so, like you referred to going out uh, of your country when young, I have actually left uh, Poland, my country, in, when I was 18. So, um, the Poland joined the European Union and uh, like a month later I was already in, in the <laughs> you UK were, You were and <laughs> Yes, I just always liked to do something without waiting and without thinking too much about the realities of it, right? So that, uh, it's a first mover advantage and there were many I'm going to get into that I wasn't going to live abroad, I just wanted to go there for summer to to learn, to learn English, to make some money working, you know, in a physical job, like a 18 year old kid. Uh, but then 16 years later, I was <laughs> still there. Uh, but enough on the background, I think that we explore in some other episodes, maybe this aspect of traveling and being away yeah, and so on. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of people who are curious and who are in search of things uh, yeah. tend to do that, right? Staying where you are is just like the birds. Why, why do they keep staying there? They can fly away anywhere. It's, so a, can it's, human. A, really, uh, it's a parallel so can to,
0: to self-improvement isn't it? We took the leap yeah. of moving out of our comfort zone and, and people who stayed behind, even when, you, when, when I speak to people who stayed back home or, you, or I'm sure you do, you see that they're they're just not as open, open-minded. So maybe maybe that's one of the aspects that, you know, maybe that's one of the steps that put you on, on the discovery journey is to to be more open-minded. But yeah, I, in, I interrupted you again, so
1: go on. No, that's fine. Probably open-mindedness was not something I was thinking about much, if not at all, at that age. I guess uh, being 18, I probably was convinced that I'm open-minded, like, you know, a lot of people uh, would call themselves open minded when they actually don't even understand the 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 depth of meaning of of being open minded even I catch myself these days that I could be mm-hmm. more open minded and i keep reminding myself right going back to the to the topic of finding myself yeah keeping it on a high level so firstly the knowing who i am uh or knowing who you are is tightly linked to this story that you tell yourself, the narrative. And I have been exploring that with ChatGPT, for fact, and one of the expressions or words that it gave me was something called self-concept. And this is why I talked earlier about how the vocabulary exists there about some topics, but if we don't know this vocabulary, then we can't put our mind and thinking into the track, the right tracks or the uh, appropriate tracks, let's say, or maybe the scientific tracks. In, and in order to find more about this, now I can use this term, this term, self-concept as a keyword to yeah. find out more, which I have. And, and because from my life, uh, I have observed that I have been identifying myself much through the circumstances that I have found myself in. Usually I have found myself in those circumstances because of this kind of a first mover mentality where I always like to go somewhere, do something, don't wait and calculate and and overthink. I just like to go ahead and and do stuff. And sometimes I get kicked in the ass by life for doing it, for not thinking things (laughs) through and, and... I be preparing better, right? Then I have to bear the consequences. But then other times it gives this fantastic advantage, right? So um, uh, to give an example again, linked to my idea of uh, the idea of my self-concept, I guess I will talk a little about self-concept, what it means. But um, being there very early after this EU expansion in the UK. I have gone to university there before the UK have realized that all kids coming from Poland or teenagers coming from Poland would have their parental income below the cap, which was uh, for the free admission to the university. So I got to study for free, of course. A year later, it was adjusted properly. So only very few people who were there first, who managed to do it in time, like myself, was able to... um, benefit of it. And again, it was not planned. I was going to study in Poland. I had all my uh, exams already passed for university in Poland. It was just going to be a, a summer adventure. And then and then, why I'm talking about this is because of this link to, to finding myself, because suddenly now I find myself not just being for summer in the UK, but living there and now studying there. And my narrative about myself has, as a result, changed, right? Because now If I go back home to my family and friends now, uh, partly because of the story that I tell, which is, you know, the recollection of the facts and the timeline and what happened, you know, in my mind, not planned by accident, right? Uh, And then their narrative of how they understand it, how they see it, do they see it as a good thing or as a bad thing? And there is this social mirror always that we have to be mindful of that, uh, Yes, uh, you said earlier about not listening to what people say, uh, and even more specifically what they say about us because they are not living our life they you know if we analyze more thoroughly, we see that people's idea of what is our life experience is actually very poor that people don't don't know how it feels to be us so then this uh, personal narrative that is curated by us uh, because in the end of the day we are. In charge of the selection of words that we choose to describe, like who we are, what is our story, and you know, where we come from, where we're going. And what is interesting for me is that there isn't just one narrative or one story that we have. Because think about it: if you meet somebody new, like let's say tonight, you go out and you meet somebody at a bar, and they ask you some. You know, they want to establish who you are and you're going to tell them something totally different that you would say to, um, I don't know, a family member that you have not seen for a couple of years. And you want to count like all those stuff, all those things that happened since you have not been in touch. Uh, So there isn't just one narrative and one story, but there is an overlying system of values that all of our personal narratives uh, have to be fitting to. And it is those values that are, and this is again comes from chatting to ChatGPT about this self-concept and what are the ingredients of it, what are the different aspects. It is uh, having that firm, um, firmly defined set of values is like the lighthouses that are guiding us through the storm of life. And, um, and the narrative that we have about ourselves, the self-concept of this you know, set of beliefs of how we believe we are, uh, perceived by others and how we would like to be perceived and um, that also has to be it has to come along together with um, the evidence and the actions right because there is this you know know—well, like in any story and any narrative uh, there is always this uh, dilemma of truth like what is true and what is not and how much uh, how 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 much you can take away from the story for it still to be true like what is the minimum level of detail that is needed there and then how much of like expanding on a story is maybe diminishing some other aspects of it therefore is it true like what is true and, and true is uh, truth is everything that is uh, congruent with our personal values this is true it might not be truth of others but we have to be true to ourselves and Establishing values, personal values. So what is what are personal values? These are, in my mind, these are um, out of many, many things that we care about. What are the things that we care about the most? So even if we narrow this list down, and again, this is some uh, substantial work that one must do because it, maybe others have different experience of life. My experience is that it's difficult to choose those top values that are the most important to me. I'm just a curious guy. I'm interested in so many things, many things I feel yeah, emotional but... about. Or, but you know, what are the things that I would die for? What are those things that are really the values that are kind of supporting my life's philosophy? And then every narrative yeah. fits to those. Your,
0: your core values, I think it lives within you.
1: You just need to realize
0: what it is, what, what they are. Because as we are different personalities, I think it's, our value is a kind of part of our personality. So you just have to bring it out in a way, I think. You have to realize, okay, I'm I'm this sort of a person. I am, you know, my value is, you know, I I value relationships, I value friends. And some people value you know, experiences more, more money, or you know, what kind of, you know, what, what, what do I look like to the outside world? Where you know, for us, it, it, that really doesn't matter. But you know, different people, different values. We cannot um, judge others because they have different values. So I think I think you and I have a, a lot in common because. We were both very young when we went on an adventure and we kind of, you know, never returned back home and we went through very similar experiences. I went to uni in the UK as well, and it wasn't planned. It was just something, it it was, it was a step in a journey. Uh, and when I meet someone who, who also went through a similar journey, they kind of, they kind of share the same values. I can see the experiences also form your value system. Because when you live abroad, mm-hmm. you live away from your family. So you, then you start realizing how important it is because you don't have it. And, and so that forms your value system as well. So, yeah, it, it is something that we can talk about, you know,
1: for so long. Well, what I, what I would suggest, you know, we already had a couple of topics there that we say, okay, that's worth another yeah. episode. And that's probably something that is going to be ongoing because there is always going to be, you know, how far do we go away from what we see the core topic of, of an episode. One thing that comes, and I was hesitant going there or not, but probably for a separate episode is authenticity because it is necessary to articulate our own core values in like a succinct and clear way so that then we can live authentically with it. And in my experience is that most people don't have values articulated and defined. So it's very easy to back off from things. Uh, Then they are not true to what they think is important to them, but they are not sure what is important to them because they have not done this work. And that might lead to people appearing inauthentic to others, right? And inauthentic to themselves too, because, you know, clarity breeds results. And once we are clear about this is this is what is important to us, these are our values, does it mean that we have always in our life uh, conducted ourselves uh, consistently with those values? Well, not necessarily, but now that they are clear and we have established, you know, like uh, making a deal with ourselves that... You know, out of everything i care about here are the let's say five things that mm. matter to me and they can be in our own words it doesn't need to be it doesn't need to be any anything sophisticated but then make a deal with myself that everything i do is going to be uh, consistent with those those values will not be broken because these are the most important yeah. ones right and for everybody, this set will be different. Um, but living authentic life is yeah. a big topic. Yeah, I'm just looking at
0: the draft newsletter that will go out with this podcast, and then there is a point there we were making as to how independence relates to a mindful way of its existence. And we we bring a point into um, being independent enables you to be your true self, your authentic true self. But it's very important that it has to go. Along with with um without free fear of judgment, so don't be don't worry about what how others might judge you because you're being true to yourself. So I think that kind of um makes it permanent your your values. Okay, this is me. This is my values, and I'm not going to move away from them. I'm not going to let other people you know. Tell me that this is not correct, what I believe in. And you just, you know, argue your points. And um, even if you have, if you disagree with someone, you try to make them understand. And some people won't understand because they are not at that point of their self awareness journey or self improvement journey. But um, important for yourself to be, to believe your
1: authenticity. And again, the starting point is yeah. self love, right? Because to, uh, Self-love is necessary to not care about what others say. I guess like if we lack self-love, things will always bother us in in yeah. what others say. It can be strangers or family or friends, but um you know it's good to be open to and uh, listen to people, just not take it yeah. in and not be affected by it. and that that comes from like when your cup of love is full for yourself, then. Uh, there is nothing yeah. more that can and, be done so there's no room for uh, what others
0: and want i to think say. it's important to clarify listening to people as to letting them judge us because listening to people is good because you want to be open minded you want to listen to others people's point of view when that uh, when what they say comes from uh, a negative place or a place of judgment that's when you need to kind of resist because i, I thought it was important to make this distinction as to listening to people is good because then you get to know other people, get to know other people's perspectives. When when they come from a negative point of view, then negative place, then you you then it's judgment, and then that's not you want, not what you want. So we are at mm-hmm. fifty six minutes. So do you, um, I think earlier you wanted to say something about the large language, language models? So do you want to do that and finish on that
1: point? or No, actually, I'd like to add a couple of dimensions because, yes, we've been going back and forth on this topic and it is complex. You know, it is an open discussion. Uh, the point here is not to find yeah. answers, is to uh, stimulate our thinking. And like we said, most of the thinking really is after yeah. the conversation finishes because then the cogs are going to be, in our mind and and will be taken forth to the Mindful Way journey, the next episodes and and our own life experiences. Uh, I would like to add to the conversation is um, when we don't find ourselves, it's important to acknowledge that people who don't go through this effort and do this work might be experiencing those negative consequences of not doing so amongst that are this feeling of aimlessness, you know, when you when you don't find yourself, like it's uh, it can be very demotivating to feel like, yeah, there's no aim to, to everything, yeah. to existence, right? Ex- existential kind yeah. of stuff. And another manifestation is a high probability for internal conflicts because when we have all those different things that we care about sometimes they don't align one with another so uh, internal conflict can be very exhausting and can dominate somebody's life uh, and have a destructive influence on somebody's life so i wanted to bring those uh, there are probably many others right because when you don't when you are not really there in in knowing who you are uh, then relationships with others is another example would suffer right because we can have such a higher quality relationships when we know who we are we are good at articulating it to others two words okay but mostly through actions because it's not like every day you talk about your values and who you are you are showing it's right and you can add some context that this is my understanding of how life is or you know here i'm being a philosopher and talking about this and that but in the end like people are going to see what we're doing and then read from that. And, and that authenticity is okay. That's a living authentic, inauthentic life, a separate episode. But the downsides of not uh, pursuing, finding yourself uh, yeah, could be quite motivating for people to get on that uh, journey. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I definitely can, I can think back in my life in certain periods where I felt lost and I just, you know, you search for meaning in life and you search for, for a purpose for your existence and you kind of, yeah, am I and then you start evaluating what you do. Is it the right thing to do for me? Maybe I should do this. Maybe I should do that. And that's where the conflict comes in. And I think we, we all come, go through, at some point in our lives, we all go through that, you know, inner dialogue. What is, you know, what is my purpose in life? so i think it's definitely definitely something that i think we can all relate to you are our listeners and everyone and yeah we'll we'll make that um a topic for i think our next one let's decide our next <laughs> podcast will be about
1: a surprise
0: and everyone who is um, yeah, still listening to us they have an insight into what the next episode is going to be. It's going to be about direction and feeling lost and how AI can help us overcome that. Let's try if ChatGPT can give us, can put us on a path to finding
1: purpose. Yes. So about the chat we had today with ChatGPT, uh, like we said, we are going to share a link to that conversation and what was here talked about during the podcast and shown on the screen and for those on audio only narrated was beginning of the conversation. Now we might tweak this prompt to uh, see what other answers we can get. We can also continue from this prompt and show some kind of examples of further questions, follow-ups, uh, because it is a conversation with ChatGPT, where it will expand on the topics that we ask it to expand on, and so on. And one of the things that we will do in that chat is to link, to link the idea of self-concept to the original question of finding yourself, and see how ChatGPT makes those links and connections. Uh, so yeah. it could be very interesting the- for someone to read that, we'll link, leave a link to it on, on the social media and on... Yeah. On the-
0: and then just one question. Will people be able to, if if they open the link, will they be able to continue the conversation?
1: I don't think so. The link is just a, a log oh, of what was view. discussed, but people can copy the prompt and can start their own conversation and see what other yeah. outcomes they can get, which would be very interesting. If, uh, if you guys are discussing then with ChatGPT some stuff that maybe is personal that you don't want to share in public, feel free to message it to us via a direct message and we would love to have a conversation to see, you know, what are your experiences in these topics that we are together. Yeah, it's been about.
0: interesting to hear from from people who you who use our prompts or, or get inspired by us to use ChatGPT. To see what answers they get and what conclusions they draw from using ChatGPT or any large language model tools.
1: And, and like we said in the beginning, we are trying. We are trying what works. We are playing with it, and you know the structure of this podcast yeah, and an how we are using ChatGPT for those topics. But if you have some suggestions or you find some good ways that could help us be better at it, please let us know. Or any questions you have, that anything that you would like us to try and yeah, uh, give us. If, if, you're if you're developing a large
0: language model, let us know and we'll test it.
1: We will compare it. To, we'll compare it to what's out there. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, thanks, everybody, for joining us on this conversation. And Thank you very you much. Yeah,
0: one. We'll see you in the next one soon. Bye. Bye. Uh.